Help, I got a Mac podcast episode number 95. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help, I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. And we are here early Saturday morning to bring to you our thoughts, our feelings about all the new Mac products. This is going to be an episode full of a lot of Mac news. And plus, we have some news uh, just related to Apple anyway. So yep. it's, it's all good. Yes, so, it is. So, Chris, we're recording on Saturday, man. This is different for me. I'm not used to doing this weekend podcasting stuff, but... Uh, me either. It, it, it's interesting, and I just want to say thank you for uh, being flexible with your schedule. I know that it's a huge deal for you to be able to record with me every Thursday morning and uh, to, to be able to fit that into the you know your day when you actually have other stuff, that other projects you're working on. And uh, to be even further flexible to to do this on Saturday during these two weeks, uh, I really appreciate it. Hey, no problem. So uh, we've got lots of Mac news to cover here. I, I think the biggest thing is that there's like this shocker, this surprise announcement of some major upgrades to iMac, MacBook, and Mac Mini, and also yeah. a new mouse. Yeah, it, it, a whole. I mean, this is the kind of thing that typically in the past would would. Uh, an app Apple would have an event for, and uh, yeah, man, all new IMAX. So let's go over each one uh, one at a time. Let's go over the new IMAX first. Uh, okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, complete uh, redesign, very subtle, but a, a complete redesign uh, on the IMAX. Huge new displays, twenty one point five, which is a ten eighty p display, mm-hmm. and uh, you know sixteen by nine aspect ratio. And uh, the other one's a 27-inch display. Again, six, 16 by 9, higher than 1080p, though. Um, both LED backlit, so you know they're environmentally safe from friendly and all that kind of stuff. The glass, though, what's cool about it is the glass goes all the way to the edge of the, of the, of the iMac. So they're saying it's kind of a seamless display. And you know the, the, the actual image doesn't go all the way to the edge, but the, the display itself goes all the way to the edge, which is kind of cool. Right. Uh, the chin that's on the bottom of the iMac is a lot smaller now. The whole thing's a lot thinner. And um, the, uh, now it's got the wireless keyboard and the new Magic Mouse are standard. It used to be you know wired keyboard mice and stuff like that. And now uh, they've got the, uh, the Intel Core, Core 2 i5, the new Nehalem processors in there now. Okay. Uh, so it's dual core processor starting at 3.06 gigahertz. And then, and then on the high end, on the high 27 inch end, you can get a quad core i7 processor, which is basically the same processor class that's in the MacBook Pro. Wow. So, yeah, you can go up to 16 gigs of RAM on this thing, which is pretty sweet. What, what I love is that it starts the minimum four gigs of RAM. Yeah. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? I, I was at the Apple Store last night, and if you guys can remind me to explain why I was at the Apple Store later, I will because it's iPhone related. But anyway, <laughs> I was at the um, I was at the Apple Store last night, and the price is still eleven ninety nine to get into the twenty one inch sixteen by nine high definition display. Was it pretty? I haven't seen it. It is. Person yet. It is very pretty. It is very nice, and I'm telling you that it, it's it's amazing. Four gigs of RAM, a massive processor. 
This thing is a, I mean, even the, the entry level iMac, which is eleven ninety nine, that thing would do wonders for me. Oh yeah. In, it's a great, it would be a great video production machine. It'd be great. Just everything machine. Yeah. This, this is, this is awesome stuff. Plus, you know, it's got, it, it's not the onboard integrated, uh, graphics card. It's, it's got a decent graphics card in it. I will mm-hmm. tell you that I actually was, you know, I, I had my hand on each side of the display and I was, you know, turning it around to look at the ports on the back and stuff like that. And I want to tell you, though, you could you hold that thing. You can tell it's got a big beefy machine in it because it's going. <laughs> I mean, the sucker is ready to go. But it, it, I mean, as far as sound, of course, it was loud in the Apple store. So I, I wonder what that would sound like um, having it up on the desktop. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know how I, I mean, in my quiet studio, I don't know if I really want the the processor and everything, you know, all the noise from that being right behind my display. Yeah, I know that other podcasters use with similar setups as you use use an iMac on mm-hmm. their desk. So, yeah, no, 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 I'm not talking about other iMac because I've been to the store. The other iMacs seem quiet or seem like they run smoother than this i'm telling you the and uh, i guess i'm specifically speaking to the um well no i think i I was the the one that i actually turned around may have no it was a it might have been the 27 inch the 27 inch is massive man by by, by the way uh the 27 inch not practical for for just typical office use not at all i mean (laughs) the 27 inch also comes with dual uh let's see comes with um oh wait never mind okay (laughs) I thought it had the, the the two video cards in it, but it's only got one. Yeah, well, I will I will tell you that uh, the twenty seven inch also comes included with a neck brace <laughs> because I will sit. I, I I basically I tried to get down at you know where I would be if I was sitting at my desk, and to be able I'd have to actually stretch to look up at the top left hand corner. I'd have to turn my head and and look up at the other hand of the corner. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, I'd have to minimize all of my windows down to a decent work size so that, you know, and, but I mean, for people who are multitasking, gosh, you could, it's almost like having two monitors. Yeah. And if you're using something like Final Cut, you're going to use all that real estate. Yeah. Yeah. There's no question that you'd have the use for it. But anyway, but now, as Steven says, my iMac previous generation is silent. Now, I will tell you that I think it runs quiet. But silent would be that would be overstating it on the newer, at least on the twenty-seven inch and the twenty-one inch. I think that over time, you know, my Mac Mini has been silent forever, and then all of a sudden, the fans starting to make a little bit of a sound. Yeah, those those fans make a noise after a while. That's what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, they just get worn out, and and, the, so, and and you can imagine with all this processing power, the fans got to be bigger and 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 do be doing quite a bit more cooling. Than previous versions, so yeah, I think yeah. I think noise is slowly going to be an option or be a, a an issue with having all this processing power behind the glass. Could be, yep. But uh, yeah, so that's the uh, the iMac. I think it came with that new. Um, we can talk about the the Magic Mouse right now. Yeah, um, I played with. I haven't it. had again. I haven't had a chance to look at it, but basically, what it does is it takes some of the gesturing uh, from the trackpad. And slaps it on top of a mouse. Yeah, uh, I didn't notice it really acting any different than a scroll. You know, than the scroll wheel or the little scroll knob up the top on the mm-hmm. previous mouse. 
uh, it, it's just touch interface instead of whatchamacallit. Now, as far as multi-touch features and what you can do with that, you know, pinch and zoom, I would imagine yeah. that you can do that. Um, I didn't try it, though. A lot of that stuff I probably wouldn't end up using. I don't know. Um, I, th- I think there there could be a time when I would use it. But uh, I, but it, 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 I will tell you, the I like the click of the mouse, you know, the yeah. actual click function. A little bit more on the new one than I do the this old one old one I have here. How's it? How's it glide? Uh, it glides pretty smoothly. Does it feel like it'd be because it looks awful low as far as a profile? Yeah, it, does it, it look like it could cause some cramping or anything? No, I don't think so. I, I for me, I, I I I tried it out. It it seemed it seemed pretty darn good. I, I I think it would be I think it'd be a great replacement to the actual mouse that I'm using now. Cool. So. Yeah, and it's it's not that. I mean, it's it's not cheap. It's sixty five bucks, but but it's you know, it's you, Bluetooth though. Yeah, and if you go to like if you get like a really really nice Logitech mouse, they're sixty to a hundred dollars too. How much was the old Bluetooth mouse that I bought? I mean, it was about that price, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. So I mean, it, it's fine. Uh, I'm not sure that I I like the idea of not having the wired keyboard and mouse though, because um, there are times when my you know, if if I walk away from my computer for a while and then I all of a sudden I want to do something, I notice that there's a little hesitation while it's reconnecting. Yeah. You know, I, that I'm not too keen on. I know, but think about it. In the ideal, in, in the common situation with people who have wireless and stuff like that, the only cable you're going to see coming out of that MacBook or out of that iMac is going to be a power cable from the back. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I, I, I will tell you right now, um, there is a strong desire on my part to have one of the 1199 iMacs right now. Very, <laughs> very strong, very strong desire. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Now, speaking of uh, strong desires, the new MacBook um, it was released too. I don't uh, like still, it. Still 999. Yep. And it's basically, uh, it, it adopts a lot of the uh, features of the current MacBook Pros. Including the uh, unibody enclosure, but now it's made it's polycarbonate, so it's you know it's still plastic. Uh, it's got that brand new integrated battery. Yeah, uh, I like. A, I like. By the way, I like the increased battery life up to seven hours. That that's pretty awesome. Yeah, and I I can tell you from using my my MacBook Pro, it you get really close to seven, if not seven and a half hours. Uh, it's got the glass multi-touch trackpad, which is pretty cool. Well, and, uh, by the way, I hear, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I want to just interject things as you're reading these off. But sure. the, uh, the, multi, the multi-touch gesture, I've been hearing a lot of people complain about icons minimizing it on MacBreak Weekly. Have you experienced any of that? I have. Uh, a lot of the problems I was having was text getting bigger and smaller. Yep. And so what I, turned, I turned off the pinch feature, which controls that. Okay. And I haven't had a pro- I haven't had a single problem since. Okay, so that's good that you can turn that off. And and stepping back to the first feature, the new unibody, I want to uh-huh. I want to say that it's an interesting look. Uh, but I want to tell you that I think the that my white MacBook, the the original white MacBook, I think mm-hmm. the design looks more elegant. On okay. you know I, I I'm not so sure the the aerodynamic uh, look and feel goes so great with the white plastic. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It looks roundy. Yeah, it it if it was if it was aluminum, it would look cool. It, if it's plastic, I really like the look of my Mac my plastic white MacBook much more than that plastic white MacBook. Okay. So, just wanted to point that out. And, sure. and as far as the weight on this thing, it, it's still really heavy. 
Yeah, it's 4.7 pounds. Yeah, it's that's a heavy little laptop. Yeah. I got glass and all sorts of stuff in there. Um, let's see what else it's got. It's a 2.26 uh, Intel Core 2 Duo processor, which is what's in my MacBook Pro. Um, two gigs of RAM goes up to four, which is pretty cool. Um, it's got that uh, NVIDIA GeForce 9400M, which, you know, if it, as far as I'm concerned, has been a great processor. And, you know, it uses part of your system memory, but for me, everything runs really, really good with it. Is that, uh, is that integrated memory? It is. Okay, yes. Yeah, so I don't like that. Uh, the other thing that they did... Is- it's integrated memory, but it's its own video processor. So oh, okay. it's not an integrated processor or anything. But it just, it just uses 256 megs of system memory. But when you, when you get two to four gigs of RAM in there, you're, that's not a big deal. Gotcha. To be quite honest with you. Well, one thing I want to say um, is that they took out the FireWire port. They did. That is that's things. So let's see. They they took out the FireWire port on one of these things, and then all of a sudden they redesigned and put the FireWire port back in. And now they're taking the FireWire port out of this. Are they schizophrenic over there or what? No, um, I think the last revision of MacBook didn't have FireWire in it either. I don't think. I could be wrong, but I I, I think you're, you're right. Ones- you're right, but the but then all of a sudden they refreshed one of the the 13 inch MacBook Pro, and didn't they put FireWire back in? Yeah, because it's a MacBook Pro. Oh, okay. That that I think that's where they're starting to draw uh, a line in the sand. There's gotcha. two big that makes yeah, there's sense. Two, yeah, there's there's two big uh, lines in the sand, I guess, between the MacBook and the MacBook Pro. One's FireWire. Uh, the other one is the amount of RAM it can support. Uh, MacBook Pros can go up to eight gigs of RAM. And um, those can only go up to four. So okay. you know, they, they, they've got to you know, make a difference. You know, it doesn't have a backlit keyboard, I don't think. It doesn't look like it. And uh, you know, so it has the, the mini display port and eyesight camera and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I mean, for a thousand bucks, it's it's a nice machine. It's, it's funny, though, you know, being into this Mac um, ecosystem, when you go to places like Best Buy and stuff, you get to see how many computers are like really cheap. And they're not as different as far as hardware goes than, yeah. than the Mac. I mean, the, the Mac ha- the, has a fit and finish. Like, you know, my 13-inch MacBook Pro, you know, it's just beautiful. It's a work of art as far as I'm concerned. The whole, like, you know, the clean lines and all that kind of stuff. But, like, Microsoft right now, I think they've got a deal for 1200 bucks, which is the price of a, uh, the iMac or a MacBook Pro. You get three HP computers. You get a, a netbook, um, a desktop, and I'm trying to remember what the, th- the third one was. Get something else, and then you get a router too, which is like just a crazy deal. It's it. You, you kind of forget how the other side lives when you when you're in this Mac stuff. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and and of course there are benefits and drawbacks to each side. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, one thing going back to the iMac for a second, I, I I did notice something on the side that you know where the optical drive slot is. Right, yeah. right below that, there was another slot. I didn't have an SD card with me to see if it was SD, but have you heard of whether or not the the iMac has an SD card slot? I think it does. Let me. Is that new? Back. Yes. Okay, because I'm I'm almost positive it was an SD slot. You couldn't tell just by looking at it, but the size. Uh, it, okay, they're saying yes, it does have SD. Yeah, I'm seeing it too. That is that is awesome. Yeah, I love my SD slot on my Mac. I mean, this is something. Now, now all I want is an I want an SD slot on my next iPhone. You know, <laughs> maybe, what? maybe a micro SD, but I doubt it. Yeah, well, even give me a micro SD. That that'd be awesome. 
But anyway, um, I, I just I think that that is really cool because you know I've got all these different things that I'm storing lots of data on on an SD card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I'd like to be able to just drag and drop these over instead of hooking it up via USB. Now they do stick out a little bit. They don't push in and like spur. They're not spring held or anything. That is fine with me. I mean, it's okay. just. I mean, it's not like I'm going to keep a a 32 gig card in there to use as an extra drive or anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the uh, the next uh, new machine that was released was a brand new mini. A lot of people thought that the Mac Mini was going to be dead, and uh, no, they they've come back with one same same price. It's still five ninety nine. Beefy uh, though, beefy. Yeah, yeah. It's got two point two six, two point five three, or two point six six core two duo, two gigs of RAM, uh, either a one sixty, one thirty two, or five hundred gigabyte, uh, you know, hard drive, uh, super drive. It's got that Nvidia ninety four hundred M processor. Super Mini drive, display. by the way, for those of you who are listening, a uh, super drive means it's combination DVD and CD. And with Blu ray uh, and stuff out now, I don't know if it's really that much of a super drive anymore. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. But it, but it also the 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 main thing is is that you can burn DVDs with those CD with the super drives. Yes. Can, can you play DVDs with the regular drive? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't even think they don't. I don't even think they have regular drives anymore. So they just unless so, it's like the education group or something. Gotcha. So they're all pretty much super drives. Then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can buy one of those drives now for like twenty bucks. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, uh, new iMac. That's cool. Then now they've got a, a new. Um, option now at the iMac, you can get an iMac server. You mean uh, Mac Mini? I'm sorry, Mac Mini server, and uh, it's it's cool. It's it's nine ninety nine, but if you think about it, um, Leopard server is um, five hundred bucks. So what what yeah. what is server? What would that do? I mean, I as a consumer, even I as a business owner, what would that do for me? Anything? Yeah, yeah. If you've got like multiple users, you can do file sharing and all sorts of stuff. Email you could do through you know your own email server and things like that. I mean, um, for a small business, it, if it was just you and a handful of people, you could still use cloud stuff. But if you wanted to have your own server, you have people authenticate in and things like that. You can run like an iCal server off the server and stuff. Uh, but it's pretty cool. It comes with the two two hard drives in it, dual five hundred gig hard drives. <clears throat> You can mirror and things like that. Uh, no optical drive. No optical drive. They couldn't fit, you know, obviously two hard drives in there. But uh, yeah, a lot of people have been using Mac minis as as servers. So Apple's kind of addressed that and saying, hey, for a grand, we'll load, we'll preload server on there for you and give you dual drives. Well, I'm just saying that that this Mac mini, the, the, the one without the server, the just the normal consumer grade, because I think that's what most of our audience is going to be interested in. This thing's becoming more and more the just the perfect device for that inter- home entertainment system, uh, because uh, again, you can get that little TV tuner card on the you know this on that you plug in as a USB drive, and uh, it'll it'll capture over the air, and you can uh, do DVR functionality. I mean, really exciting stuff happening there. And then uh, you know, with the ability to do YouTube and or YouTube, uh, Hulu, and all the other stuff that's online. I'm telling you, this thing—it—it's it, getting harder and harder to to fight that. Yeah, it's still higher. It's still expensive, though. Yeah, yeah. I think if it was three ninety nine, then I'd I'd be more inclined to to want to get it. Yeah, I don't know. I it, the thing is, is what I would what I would consider this to be is is also the you know on a forty I don't know what we have a forty two inch I think uh, display. 
So sitting on the couch, that can still be, you know, the kid's computer, you know? Oh, it would look yeah. beautiful. It would be the it would be the family computer as well with the with the new magic mouse and uh, Bluetooth keyboard. You sit, just set a little you know TV tray down and, and boom, you're you're going away at it. Or you can use Air Mouse on your iPhone. Yeah, have you done so, that by the way? I have not. I have not either. I have no need to. Alrighty, so what do we have next? Anything else going on? Uh, yeah, as far as news goes, uh, Apple also this week released their fourth quarter results. And um, for, for the fourth quarter ending September 22nd, 2009, the company posted revenue of $9.8 billion and a net quarter profit of $1.6 billion. That's a lot of money. And uh, Apple sold 3.05 million Macs during the quarter, representing a 17% increase over the quarter year ago. company also sold 10.2 million iPods which is a, a decline, but, I mean, let's be honest, everybody's got an iPod. And uh, Apple sold 7.4 million iPhones in the corner, representing a 7% unit growth over a quarter ago. So I'm thinking some of that decline might be people saying, you know what, instead of an iPod, you know, I need a phone. I might as well just get a phone and get the best of both worlds. Yeah. Which is what I do. You know, as soon as I got my iPhone, I gave my iPod to my wife, and I just use um, – my iPhone exclusively now, unless I'm mowing the grass. Then I got my grass mowing iPod Nano. Yeah. So because I don't want to you know, drop my iPhone. In the I I used to have the grass wall. mowing shuffle, but man, that thing gets to be too much of a pain to hook up. And yeah. I, you know, if if I could charge the thing via USB, you know, just like a normal, it had a normal connector on it. That'd be one thing. But so that little docky thing. Yeah, that little docky thing. I, it's a pain in the rear. But yeah, Apple made a boatload of cash. They've already had a boatload of cash, so <laughs> good for them. <laughs> They're now worth six times more than Dell. That is awesome. Just thought I'd share that with you. That well, cool. that's good. That means that they can put all that into uh, research and development and continue to push out great products and stuff acquisitions like that. and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Only thing so, is, yeah. I'm, I, you know, I, I do love a lot of this stuff. You know, but I'm, I'm still, uh, I'm not a fan of apple corporate culture and some of the decisions they make and stuff but but i am excited about uh the new things on 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 these new products especially you know the the magic mouse you know definitely didn't need that and probably won't be going and getting that but if i replace a mouse or need to get another mouse i'm I'm definitely going to get that one Uh, cool i I like it i like it enough to think it's a good mouse but i uh, need to play with it before i decide that Dude, I, I tell you, so so folks out there, I mean, if you're looking for something, you want to do a $600 Mac, a Mac Mini is a great option if you already have a display and have a keyboard mouse. Uh, it, it is a nice system. Um, you know, you don't want to do much video production on it, but uh, gosh, if you're into video production, um, I would just step right into either the laptop, the 13-inch MacBook Pro, or now the, gosh, I, I am really excited about that. I think the, I think you could do plenty of video editing on it. It's got pretty much the same guts as a MacBook Pro with, without FireWire as oh, a 13 inch. Oh, really? Yeah, and I do a lot but it, but it of com- video editing. But, but it comes with two gig instead of four, though. Yeah, I'm still using two gig. Are you? Yeah, and it's working. I just fine for you? I just haven't bit the bullet yet. Yeah, it works fine. Okay, cool. I do cool. screen flows uh, on Windows Seven through uh, Parallels and everything. Nice. Yeah, I push this machine hard. Sweet. Alrighty, so ZFS project. Yeah, sad news for nerds. The ZFS project for Mac OS X is discontinued. And And what is this? 
ZFS was a new file system, a new way of, of holding data on your hard drive. And the way it worked is any, any hard drive you plugged into it, it would just see it as a big hard – it would just add to this giant hard drive. Um, it was really neat. It's, it's going to be kind of the future of computing. Uh, but and Apple was kind of working on a, a project for, with, with this file system, and it was rumored to be in Snow Leopard, and it wasn't. <clears throat> and now they're, they're shutting the project down. Uh, it says the ZFS project has been discontinued. The mailing list and repository will also be removed shortly. It's hinted that this was caused by legal issues surrounding the merger of Sun Microsystems and Oracle, which caused Apple to back away from the next-gen uh, file system technology. So it's kind of a bummer. I didn't even know existed, so... <laughs> well, the nerds will be upset. I'm sorry for the nerds. And so, uh, also with the release of... Speaking of, of Windows 7 before and all that good stuff, um, which I'm running, and I actually like a lot. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, you got that? Yeah, I did. Do you have the release candidate, or do you have the uh, the new boxed copy? I've got the final version. Do you really? Yep. Nifty. And you like it? I do. Very cool. Yeah, are it's, you running it's really, it on it like in parallels? Or are you running it in boot camp? I'm running, I'm running it in parallels right now. I had it in boot camp for a little while, and uh, I just don't use boot camp that much. I don't go into Windows enough to to dedicate fifty or sixty gigs of hard drive space for it. So I just use uh, parallels, and it works great, gotcha. um, even on two gigs of RAM. So, but the whole um, the whole deal is is that uh, Windows Seven what launched yesterday. Uh, I think the day before yesterday. I think it was on Thursday. On Thursday. And then this these new Mac products came out, what, Wednesday? Yeah, uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. So two day, it, So they had two days uh, where all of a sudden there was plenty of buzz about the new iMac. And, of course, if you went and looked at the videos for the iMac, it, the, the new iMac, it's just an amazing video. And it's like, wow, this is awesome. And then immediately you're like, Windows what? <laughs> you know well it's it's just funny man uh, the, the 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 guy the, the senior vice president of design jonathan ive he's the british guy yeah if you watch the video you can just tell that this guy's so passionate for what he does and it just kind of kind of gets you charged up going yeah they really do care about how everything works on this machine as far as like the hardware goes and it's just it's cool that they put that much care into it yeah but yeah windows 7 came out dun, 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 and um yeah, it's it's awesome. It it, it it's a really really good uh, operating system. And of course, uh, I've I've seen a couple video or seen a couple commercials for Windows Seven out there. Yep, commercials and, uh, are not that great though. No, the the look and feel is a lot like um, the the look at least is a lot like Vista. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, but compatibility, man, it just it recognized everything in, in parallels. When I had it in boot camp, it recognized almost everything. Um, all the Vista drivers worked just fine with it. Yeah, it's fast. It's really, really fast. And um, they've changed some things with the toolbar. You know, you don't you don't hear those, you know, those little pop up windows. And uh, it just good. Re- really, when when you when you look at it and use it for a while, and you go back to XP, it feels like you're going back to the Stone Age as far as just have the UI and stuff. And it's just you're like, ah, oh, you're reminded that XP is a ten year old operating system. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's man, it's really, really good. I. I well, if I was a PC user, I would be excited about it. Well, I, I mean, I'm, kind of, I'm a Mac user, and I'm because I'm excited about it. I think it's it's cool that you know Microsoft's back and uh, putting a little heat under under uh, Apple. That's cool. 
That is cool. And and I am a PC user primarily, and I, I, I love my two Macs that I have, and and hopefully within the next six months I might have a, a third Mac here. Uh, but the thing is, is that, um, you know, I still, I, I go, I stick by my adage, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I'm definitely not going to ever upgrade my current computer to windows seven. It's just not going to happen because my windows XP works. Yeah. Uh, and, and sure there's the promise that, you know, windows seven will work faster, but there's no promise that windows seven won't break on my hardware. Um, and, and I know that people are saying, ah, it, it, it's, it's very compatible with everything, blah, blah, blah. It finds it. Everything's good. Well, that's the same thing. I heard a lot of stuff about Snow Leopard. And of course, I still haven't upgraded to Snow Leopard. And I will fight that tooth and nail for as long as I can. Now, if I get a brand new iMac and it comes with Snow Leopard, guess what I'm getting? I'm getting Snow Leopard. Yeah, you Leopard. have no choice. <laughs> exactly. And I'm cool with that because at least I know out of the box it supposedly works with everything there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. If I if if this was help, I got Windows, which probably wouldn't be a bad show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we would have plenty of questions. Uh, come on, people, get send us your questions. Absolutely. Now, um, yeah, if you were, I would say Windows Seven. If you've got a machine that runs great, either with Vista. Well, if you got a Vista machine, it wouldn't hurt to upgrade. But if you get a Windows XP machine. I, I would probably hold off buying a boxed copy of Windows Seven. I would just say, you know, wait, you know, for when when, it, when the time comes to get a new machine, you know, you're looking at your PC and it's it's getting slow and it's it's slow like running new programs and it's just time for a change. Then yeah, definitely get a new machine with Windows Seven and love it. I, I don't think we're going to see the big um, move like we did with Vista, where it's I'm gonna buy a new machine and then demand Microsoft uh, down you know, backgrade me to XP. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen this time. Right. Yeah. I, I'm from what I'm hearing from everybody is windows seven is a decent operating system to have on a brand new computer. <laughs> and I'm excited to hear that because I, I knew from the beginning, I knew from within two days of having a Vista machine brand new out of the box with, you know, relatively decent speed, decent hardware, um, you know, out of the box, the blue screen happened within two hours of me turning the computer on and i'm like okay this is windows me i mean this is the i know this is not going to last and it didn't and i knew it wasn't going to so but windows 7 from what i'm hearing from everyone is that they love it and uh you know it will be the next operating system i get on a brand new pc for sure yeah and uh the reason we brought up at least the reason i brought up windows 7 is that in, in in celebration of Windows Seven, my uh, Apple released three new Get a Mac ads. Yes, they are awesome. I've seen two of them. I have not seen all three, but if you don't mind, Chris, I'd like to play the audio. Go for it. That's what I was hoping you would do. So here we go. Here is the first one. This one's called Broken Promises. Hello, I'm a Mac. And I'm a PC. Hey, Mac, did you hear the good news? Windows 7 is out, and it's not going to have any of the problems my last operating system had. Trust me. I feel like I've heard this before, PC. What? Windows Vista's here, and it's not going to have any of the problems that Windows XP had. It's not going to have any of the problems that Windows ME had. It's not going to have any of the problems that Windows 98 had. It's not going to have any of the problems Windows 95 had. It's not going to have any of the problems Windows 2 had. Trust me. This time it's going to be different. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, and for those who for those who haven't seen that commercial, as he's going back in time saying those things, his clothing is changing to reflect like the decade that the came, you know that it came out. Yes, it it was. It's a very good visual ad as well as uh, everything else. 
but yeah, a very good point. You know, I mean, obviously, isn't that what you know they you know they tout that problem? It's like, listen, we fixed all the problems in this new OS. Yeah, but, uh, I and would, that's the thing. I is, remember when when XP first came in, it was a disaster. Really, you know, that was. Yeah, 2001, man. I was at the launch for that thing. That's when I was, you know, I was Microsoft engineer guy and fixing issues. And yeah, it was, it was, had a lot of issues well, going guess, from like 2000 to XP. Well, 2000 XP wasn't as bad because it was based off the NT kernel, but going from like 98 to XP was terrible. Well, see, we, I was actually at working at my parents' insurance agency and I was uh, in charge. Well, actually, you know what? I set up their networking with Windows 95. And uh, we had eventually we upgraded to Windows 98 machines. Uh, but uh, as is normal and typical with me, uh, XP was out for at least a year before I went from Windows 98 to XP. And by yeah, if, you're, t- if, if you remember, X, Windows XP really kind of came into its own after Service Pack. I think it was Service Pack 2 yep. or 1. Two, two. 2 introduced a lot of new features Service to XP. Pack, yeah, Service Pack 1. After Service Pack 1 was when we upgraded to Windows XP. Yeah. I think it's because the, so many changes happened with those Service Packs. And with Vista, Service Packs really haven't done anything. They've, only been, they've kind of been what Service Packs are supposed to be, which are all the bug fixes up until that point, uh, plus a little extra refinement. But mainly it's just the ability to quickly get you know, all the fixes that have been out since, since the last Service Pack and since the last release. Yeah. So I, I I was yeah I've always been happy with that and so you know this this teeter or I'm sorry this broken promises one you know the one where he says this is going to fix all the problems with Windows 95 well Windows 98 did do a I mean Windows 95 to Windows 98 was a major improvement for those who wanted to network computers together which yeah is they a, were go ahead which was a lot of people including myself and so I you know I I you know this 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 commercial is almost disingenuous. Because I saw a great pioneering leap from Windows 95 to 98. Yeah, Windows 98 introduced things like uh, USB plug and play, um, really built in good um, TCP IP support. It was it was there in Windows 95, but it still wasn't. It was getting there. You, you, could, you could see where, where they were going. 95 was still running on top of DOS, kind of like Windows 3.1 was. Mm-hmm. And they were getting each release of Windows was slowly getting away from that. And a lot of people don't remember the pain that used to be trying to get on the internet with Windows 3.1 or 3.1.1 for work groups. That yeah. was that was awful because Microsoft never even envisioned the internet at that time. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, so that that, that ad it's funny, but you know it's definitely I, I, not a hundred percent truthful. No, I I would say it's truthful if they would have just if they let me tell you. If they would have just did broken promises of Windows ME fixes all the problems in XP, and if they would have just done Vista fixes all the problems with, you know, wait, did I say that wrong? Yeah, no. Uh, well, anyway, if they would have just did ME and Vista as the broken promises, then I would have so said this this commercial is dead on. Yeah, but it's funnier to go all the way back to Windows 2. It, it, well, it did. It was fun. <laughs> it's, it's more comedic value than anything. But... Still very disingenuous, and 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 no, I, I'm not buying it. So, and let's be honest, man. Uh, the move from ten five to ten six have been plagued with issues too. You know, a lot of programs have been broken because of it. Yep. And uh, also, you know, the the giant issue of logging into the guest account and then going back to find your account, you know, smoked. So, you know, 
Those are major issues. Yeah. Leopard, you know, snow leopards got their own issues. Yep. So and I still haven't upgraded. Thank you. I haven't ran into any issues. It's been <laughs> awesome. For me. So let's go into the next one. Yeah, this one's called teeter tottering. And so here's here's the audio from that. As soon as I back it up and unmute. Hello, I'm a Mac. And I'm a PC. And I'm an XP user who's getting ready for the big move. You're going to love Windows 7. To Mac. Oh, what? Well, they say moving to Windows 7 would be a fresh start. Yes. But the real fresh start would be moving to a computer like Mac, who's rated number one in customer satisfaction. I mean, look, I could stick with what I know. Yes. But what I know is pain and frustration. Uh, why don't you just make up your mind? I did. I'm going to go with Mac. Oh, great. Please, you don't have to rush into anything. You don't have to make up your mind. <laughs> You don't have to make up your mind. Now, they are bringing up an interesting point. Okay. And this is kind of a, the, the, the best angle for Apple to go, is that if you're waiting to get a new computer with Windows 7, and you have to reload everything anyway, you know, your photos and movies. And really, they're talking about their photos and movies, not software. Right. Um, then why not get a Mac? You know, that makes, that, that, that going from that angle makes sense. Yeah, no, that that is a perfect ag- angle. In fact, this is the podcast f- devoted to the Mac Switcher. And so my suggestion is that, you know, are you thinking about getting a new PC, you know, and if price is a major issue for you, then I think a Windows machine with Windows 7 is probably going to be your best bet if financial situa- if the financial uh, end of things is your biggest deciding factor. Now, there, you know, with the Mac, there's obviously more cost. Yeah. Let's be honest. I mean, you know, there's the quote unquote Apple tax. But... On the same flip side, now obviously Microsoft hasn't gotten all their, uh, you know, hey, let's clone the Apple Store stores out yet. There is only one in Scottsdale, Arizona, right now. But you know, it's going to be a long time before they have stores like Apple, and you know, Microsoft's been known to do things and then just go like, yeah, I don't think we're going to do that anymore, and then just quit. Yeah. Um, when you buy a Mac, if you bought one at an Apple Store and you have a problem or a question, there's people that you can go to. You don't have to call the Dell number and talk to someone you know, in another country at a call center, you know, right. yeah. That, who, who tells you, you must reformat your computer. Yes. That's their answer for everything. You can actually take your computer into a store and for most of the problems, especially software problems, they're going to fix it for free. Yes. Especially within the first year. And then if you buy the extra warranty, which is well worth it on, on the Mac side, uh, then you've got three years of that kind of support. And it is, mm-hmm. and it is really awesome support i will say that and and that's one of i i would say that this commercial is spot on and i and i give it a a 10 out of 10 rating as far as truthfulness and and, you know just being really honest with the the decision and you know she she is saying you know well i'm used to the pc and that is the thing is like yeah there there is a learning curve Uh, i've been on the mac side enough now to where i've almost forgot about how frustrating those first three months of being a Mac user was. Yep. And, and, and I'm not kidding. I, I'm a very technical person, and it frustrated me so much that I wanted to throw the thing out the window. But now I've gotten over that. The learning curve is over, and, and I can do everything I want to do on a Mac as much as I want. Um, and, and I know the limitations of what I can't do, and that's why I still have a PC for those things. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and, you know, a lot of people don't realize, you know, the Apple Store, you know, you go, you walk by the Apple Store at the mall and it's like wicked crowded, you know, music's bumping. There's also, it's kind of intimidating going in there if you're wanting for the first time, if you're not, if you're not kind of used to how things are with Apple. Um, but if you go to apple.com slash retail, you can schedule a one-on-one personal shopping experience for an hour 
and they'll walk you through every question, any any concern, any steps that you need before you to help make your pur- purchasing decision. I think that's a huge thing. It doesn't cost anything either, which is cool. Yeah, they also have these uh, the ability to where you can uh, you you can um, you don't have to buy at the end of one of those sessions, right? No. So so check this out. Um, <laughs> they have these one on one training sessions that you can that you can purchase, right? It's a hundred bucks a year. It's a oh okay, so it's a hundred bucks a year. <laughs> but if you wanted to, and you's like, you, you've had your Mac for you know two or three months, and now it's like all of a sudden you're like, okay, now I want to figure out this iMovie thing. You know, I wonder how I can get some help with that. Well, you could set a personal training appointment. It's like, listen, I'm thinking about buying a, a an, um, an iMac for my son for college, and he's going to be doing some movie stuff. Can you show me how this works and what it looks like? Yeah, you could. That would be dishonest. (laughs) But no, I mean, if you think about it, uh, one-on-one class, one hour a week for a year, yeah, uh, for ninety-nine bucks, is pretty cheap. Yeah, it is very inexpensive. And and that the point that I'm making here is that you do have a well for a majority of people in the states, uh, there there's a chance that within an hour's drive, you probably have. Hopefully, you would have a Apple store that you can go into. And these people are going to really give you some time and attention. And that's what I love about the Apple experience. Yeah, I think, yeah, they, they give you every reason to to not be intimidated by the whole experience. Right. So. All right. So let's go to the final ad. I, I have not yet seen this one. And it says PC News. So okay. This is we- pretty funny. You'll like this one, I think, too. Cool. Hello, I'm a Mac. And I'm a PC taking you live to the Windows 7 launch. Hello. Hello, PC and Mac. Well, as you can see, there is upgrade fever all around me. Uh, tell me, sir, how excited are you? Really excited. We're finally switching to a Mac. Whoa, to a, to a Mac? Why? Why? Why would anyone say that? If we have to move all of our stuff, why not move to the computer that's number one in customer satisfaction? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Cut that feed, please. Let's go to commercial. We, we are a commercial. Let's go to another commercial. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. So, yeah, I like so that, that one. Yeah, that one's touching on the whole, if you're going to do it, it might as well just go ahead and get a Mac. Well, that one does the same as the teeter-tottering, to be honest with you. Uh, although, I, I think I see the, I do understand the reason why creating two different commercials was great. Because you had the people, it's like, listen, we've already made our decision, we're moving. And they do have the person who's kind of like, eh, I'm on the fence. And I love that the fact that they show the person on the fence and then, you know, making that decision. It's like, yeah, this is the reason why. Go ahead. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're, if you're curious, it's not going to cost you anything to go into an Apple store and take a look. No. No. And they'll, you'll, you'll touch those things. And it, it, it's one of those things that you use it. You're like, oh, this is kind of cool. It is really it's cool. Like, it's like future. It's like living in the future. But Windows 7, pretty awesome. Yep. It's like living in the future, too. So anyway, I, that lots of exciting things. I, I, you know, I'm so. One of the things that that I think is really, really great is is that here we are, still being impressed and getting excited about Apple. Obviously, those who have been listening to Help I Got a Mac uh, for a long time, especially over the last, let's say, four or five months, you and I haven't been the Apple cheerleaders. Nope. I mean, we've, you know, we have no problems giving Apple a hard time when we believe that they need a hard time. And, uh, you know, here, here I am today. And I'm telling you, as much as I'm frustrated by many of the things, and I still stand by all those frustrations that I've shared, I will tell you, I'm still very excited 
today about the launches that were out this week. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I don't understand it, but that just says a lot to me uh, about Apple and, and what they're able to do as a company. And, 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 and as of today, I'm still very excited about them and their products. I, me too. All right, so you have one last news story here. <laughs> yeah, this one's kind of hackish. All right. That's an easy way to put it. Um, that uh, there's a company called Sistar, and they've been, you know, around making these Mac clones, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, they've released a piece of software that allows you to run uh, Snow Leopard on any computer that has a Core 2 Duo processor or, or higher, basically, an Intel processor. It's 50 bucks. <laughs> and what it does is it, it you run this little little thing and then you put your disk in and then it'll it'll take care of it you know it'll load this program on top of snow leopard with it and it'll it'll find incompatible hardware and automatically download appropriate drivers yeah and it's 50 bucks that's pretty awesome so if you're curious about about what a mac would look like and you have a new pc um, or, buy, or three of them. <laughs> you can buy Snow Leopard for 30, 35 bucks, I think is what it is. Yeah. And uh, this for 50 And it actually comes with like a two-week trial for free. Wow. So, yeah. It's so gray market. I mean, Apple's suing this company to try to put them out of business. So. Well, they, I'm, I'm just going to say, you know, I think Sistar should be put out of business. Yeah. I, I really do. I think it's funny. It, you know, it, it is. And, and you know what? There's always going to be a hacking community out there. But some somebody that is actually a company that that's formed. If this was the hacker community, that's that's fine. But this is a company who's lit- legitimately trying to launch a business, doing things they know is breaking major copyright. Oh yeah, you know, and 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 stuff like that. It's, it's, I just tried to put myself, and I understand that Apple's got tons of cash, and this isn't like keeping anybody from getting paid over there at Apple. That's for sure. Uh, but at the same time, I'm sitting there thinking, cause I, I'm, I'm, I'm a business owner myself now. Right. Mm-hmm. And if all of a sudden people started taking my, you know, I'm getting ready to release a bunch of products for podcast answer, man. If people started taking my products and bundling those and giving them away free to sell their products, I'm, I'm going to be pretty, I'm going to be pretty upset. Yeah. You know, I agree. E- even, even if my company remains profitable, if, 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 they're able to do that and and stuff. It's, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the, the, Apple is still... I mean, I don't know. Are they a hardware company? Are they a software company? I, they're I think, definitely a hardware company when you get 30, 30% margin on your... Yeah. 30% plus margin on your on your stuff. That, and that Just for the heck of it, I just built a, a Mac Pro for $17,432. Just doing it online, not buying it, of course. No. It's a car. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Although, you know, I can see, you know, a major uh film production company doing 3D rendering all day long and and all that mm-hmm. stuff. That, that, that you know, when you've got millions of dollars on budget on a on a film and you're eventually going to make, you know, 500 million dollars from that film. Yeah, it, that that makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, I just built a $4,000 iMac. A $4,000 iMac. Ah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, hey, I just want to just put a little note here at the end. There are a lot of voicemails that I have. In fact, Chris K, I want to say thank you to you. You've you've given us a um a 
review of some software that that review is going to go in next week's show uh two things one is i've not been i've been doing i've got some extra responsibilities and commitments that i've made this whole week and next week and i'm working like six days a week 14 14 hours a day for two weeks so my i've got a ton of voicemails i've just not been able to process them all yet so uh no voicemails no nothing this week but if you guys do leave messages uh we'll try to fit them into the next show Yes, but lots of good stuff happening here. So I I, I, I want to end with uh, a little story about my iPhone. Oh yeah, okay. So, so um, yesterday my iPhone took a very small tumble to the floor. Mm. Uh, and and when I say small, let's just put it this way: it was connected to my my USB um, cable to my MacBook. It was tangled up in the phone cord. Uh, at the uh, at my parents' insurance agency, where I've been helping them out while my mom's out on uh, vacation and my sister's on maternity leave, so I picked up the phone and the phone just just gently fell to the floor. I mean, and I do mean gently. And then all of a sudden, I, I pick it up and I just set it down. And then about an hour and a half later, my wife tries to call me, and I can't answer the phone. It the, the it won't unlock. And of course, have you ever had that before, where you go and all of a sudden it's not unlocking and yeah and, and and but you 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 know you reset it or whatever you just hold the two buttons down and reset it and it works fine or sometimes it just you know just give it a minute and it eventually comes back well i i did heart i did resets i did everything it, mm-hmm. nothing, nothing would work the weird thing was the top part of the display would work so if i held the power button down and then had the power slider that would work but if hmm. i it, but at the top of the when the power slider is at the top to turn it off the cancel buttons at the bottom, the cancel button wouldn't work. So it's just the bottom that wasn't working. Weird. And I'm like, oh, this is not good. And I'm thinking, okay, my iPhone, if I'm not mistaken, I think I'm almost over one year on the purchase price on this, which means the warranty would be either had just run out or probably is a, you know within days of running out. Right, right. And I'm almost positive it would have ran out. So um, the deal is, though, uh, I, I still don't, I, I personally, I haven't ever thought to buy, buy Apple care for my iPhones because, you know, what's the worst thing that happened? If, if something happens after a year, it's not going to be too long before I'm eligible to upgrade to that next phone. So that's been my philosophy. But so I may have rethought that last night when all of a sudden it's like, wow, what if I'm not ready to upgrade for another six months? What do I do? Two things. Number one, thank you, Google Voice, because if I needed to for six months, I could go to Walmart, pick up a little disposable, uh, I was about to say disposable camera, but one of those little disposable phones for 19 bucks, mm-hmm. and I could simply uh, get one of those and just have one of those for three months and set that number up for my Google Voice, and I'd be fine, right? Right. So that, that would be an option. And then when they, you know, when when I can do the one ninety nine upgrade, I could just upgrade to the next phone. Um, so that that was an option there. Uh, but then of course I went into the Apple Store. I figured, you know, let's go ahead and see what the damage is. Thank you, Apple Store, for having appointments. Um, I I started work. Uh, I actually got up at you know five in the morning yesterday. Uh, had tons of stuff I needed to do before I went to the office over at my parents' agency. Uh, worked from 8 o'clock in the morning there until 5 o'clock in the evening, came home, had two client appointments back-to-back as soon as I walked in the door. In fact, Stephanie answered the phone and put them on hold for me for 30 seconds while I you know, was still walking home from the office. Uh, and then after that, I had 30 minutes for dinner, 
Then I had another one hour consulting call after that. And by the time I I was done there, it was seven o'clock in the, in Kenwood's about 40 minutes away. Yeah. And the Kenwood mall closes at nine. So that afternoon, yesterday afternoon, I went to the Apple store uh, site, apple.com slash retail slash Kenwood. I set myself an appointment, went in and said, you know, I need an 8.40 p.m. appointment. So that gives them 20 minutes to fix my stuff, you know, to, t- to take a look at it. But it gives me plenty of time after my 7 o'clock appointment to drive over there and everything. Mm-hmm. So 8.40, they call my name. I, I hand him the phone and he takes it back into the back. And I, I think they always go back to the back to look to see, you know, do the water test and all that other stuff. Yeah, they can lift the screen up with a suction cup. Yeah. So anyway, he goes. He says, "I'm gonna go back and see if the if maybe some connection that came loose or something like that." He comes back and it's working fine. He says, "Here, you know, it's it's working. Uh, just one of the connectors had come loose." And I'm like, "Where where are these connectors at?" I wonder. But anyway, um, I'm like, "Okay, so how did this happen?" And he, and he looks at the bottom. He goes, "Do you know where the two screws are in the bottom of the phone?" And I'm like, looking. It's like I've never taken any screws out. I, were there screws in there? He goes, "Yeah." And so all of a sudden, I was like, okay, wait a second, buddy. Don't even think that I've been doing something funny with my phone. And I say, oh, wait a second. I said, if you look in my records, you'll see that I was here about three months ago, and they replaced my screen. He goes, oh, they forgot to put your screws back in. Oh, no. Yeah. So when my phone dropped, the actual glass popped up a little bit, which which broke my connection. He goes, he goes, don't worry about it. I'm going, he, I'm going back right now. He says the seal's not broken. He says um, it just popped up a little bit, uh, breaking that connection. So I fixed the connection for you. I'm going to take it back in the back. I'm going to put some screws in there, and this won't happen again. So Wow, nice. And, he, and, and all of that happened before he even looked in the computer system to see if I was under warranty or not. Oh, wow, that's awesome. And, folks, I want to just say I'm, I'm about 90% certain that I'm over one year on my iPhone, friends. <laughs> now, that being said, the fact is is that <laughs> the, the, the fact that my screws were missing and the screen popped up and lost the connection was their fault. <laughs> but still, I didn't know that. Yeah. And, and had they looked in the system to see if I was under warranty before even investigating, I wouldn't have ever known that. But let me just say, A-plus to Apple, customer support, my friends, this is the service that I got last night, and I'm happy about it. Yeah, I don't mind paying a little bit more to be treated better. That's exactly right. And so, my friends, that is this week's episode of Help, I Got a Mac. And, uh, you know, we're excited to be here each week. I was excited, Chris, to 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 do this week's episode. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, with all that new hardware, it's fun to talk about that stuff. Yeah. Are you going to get into the Apple Store and go check some of this stuff out? If I get a chance, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Go I'm play definitely with curious. it. De- definitely play around with that mouse. Uh, take a look at that new ridiculous uh, television. I, I mean, uh, iMac 27-inch that they have. <laughs> okay. By the way, uh, I went into Hulu and uh, fired up Flash Forward and put it in full screen. And I stepped all the way to the other side of the aisle or the other side of the, the place there as far as I could. Dude, it makes an awesome television. Nice. It does. And then I went into the <laughs> it's an expensive TV. It is. But I mean, if it if it's your it, I mean, for let's put it this way, if I was a college student and I needed a, a beefy computer and didn't and also wanted a nice HD TV, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, 
That's true. Yeah, if you've got like if you're like living in an apartment and space is, is you know a, a premium. Yeah, could double up as a TV. Not I, a bad idea. It, it it definitely would work. And as far as I understand, that Display Port that's on there now also um, takes in audio input. audio and video input. Yeah, you could hook a Blu-ray player up to that. So you could hook a Blu-ray player up to it. I imagine that there would be some kind of adapter or something like that if you had like Dish Network or DirecTV satellite. You'd or an be, Xbox. Or, or an Xbox. You'd be able to bring all that stuff in. So that's what I'm saying. It, it, I wouldn't buy this as a TV, but if I had this as a computer, I certainly would wonder if I really need a TV. Yeah, because you can get the tuners and stuff like that to plug in the USB in the back. There you go. Well, Cliff, thank you for another great show. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate it. And for those of you who are listening to this on the free feed, we want to invite you to please consider becoming a Plus member. Head over to gspn.tv slash plus. There's a bunch of different testimonials out there, a ton of them, of people who explain why it is that they're Plus members. Uh, if you if you value this content at all and, 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 and some of the other shows that we produce, head over to gspn.tv slash shows. We produce a total of 23 of these things. <laughs> And uh, we would love to have your support. And, uh, yeah, I'm begging. I'm begging. I'm not too proud to beg. Uh, but, anyway, we're at 314-plus members right now. And nice. our goal has always been to get to 1,000. And uh, the, the goal was to get to 1,000 within five years. And, uh, you know, we're two years into this, and we're about almost halfway there. So uh, you can help us out by going to gspn.tv slash plus. We'll be back next Saturday. If you want to catch up what our, our current schedule is, gspn.tv slash schedule. It's a little bit wonky this week and uh, next, but uh, we'll be back to our regular Thursday schedule in two weeks. So we'll talk to you then. Until next time, everybody, join the community. See ya. See ya.